Hey guys, and welcome back to Cultured Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. As always, I'm joined by Pepe, and this week we're going a little across the seas from Japan. We're going to be talking about manhwa. How you doing, Pepe? I'm very well, Nathan. I'm very well. Uh, manhwa is something that I actually haven't really read before, <laughs> so um, I'm I'm like I've I've read a couple different series uh, in preparation for this episode. And um, yeah, I'm good to jump into talking about this uh, sort of different media that we're intaking. <laughs> yeah, um, so it does need to be said, like Pepe, I also have very little experience with Manwa. This time around, we're talking about Manwa spelled M-A-N-W-H-A. Mm-hmm. I understand that spelt differently is Chinese Manwa. So like Chinese comics, whereas this manhwa is like, I think, specifically used for Korean comics. Interesting. Okay, fair. Have you, uh, you read any uh, Chinese manhwa before, Nathan? No. I like the entire like sort of genre of manhwa in general. Yeah. Korean, Chinese, like I have very little experience about. Yeah. I too have only read, even though it's like technically two manhwas, mm-hmm. it's from the same series. Okay. So... It's it, it's kind of like weird, but um, we've read different series though. Yes, we have. Um, so, well, do you want we go over to mine first, or do you want to go for yours? What, what, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, um, oh, well, basically, um, I didn't know where to start with Manwa. So, um, from <laughs> little backstory here, I guess. Um, I basically asked Nathan, "Do you know any?" And I believe your friend sent over a whole bunch of ones that you, he thought you'd like, right? Yeah. Last time I hung out with this friend, and you know who you are if you're listening, uh, they gave me a list and said to me, Nate, next time we meet, I want you to have read all of these. <laughs> I unfortunately will disappoint you, friend. I haven't. <laughs> um, but I kept the list. Just, you know. And now I have the list. <laughs> yeah. Conveniently... I kept the list and it came in handy because Pepe hadn't read any manhwa. And to be honest, if I had to come up with someone off the top of my head, I wouldn't even know where to look. Again, mm. it's it's something we have very little experience with, mm. despite both of us reading a lot of like manga and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's the thing. I've only really like my like, how I got into manga was via Jump Comics and it was like kind of like based off like TV shows I watched as a kid. So it's all very like, like very, very mainstream stuff for both Japan and uh, the West, I guess, as well. Like, yeah, manhwa never really, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, um, you, we wouldn't find manhwa like books in like Waterstones, for example, here, which is why I got a lot of my manga as a teenager. Like, no, I, d- I don't think so. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, manhwa. So uh, I read... Two series, uh, from the list. I literally had to go off titles alone. I didn't know what I didn't know what the descriptions were for them, so I literally went off titles alone. There's a whole bunch of them. There's probably a choice of ten, and the first one I went for was a series called uh, Peerless Dad, and I don't know what I expected from it, right? Because I read Peerless Dad, and I thought that sounds like something funny, and that sounds like something I'd like. It's a, it sounds like a comedy. Uh, I didn't take into account that this is a series, uh, uh, a list that is made for you, technically, Nathan. So, <laughs> uh, reading Peerless Dad, 
it is not a comedy. It's far from it. <laughs> um, so uh, Peerless Dad kind of uh, follows the story of um, No Gajang. I hope okay. I pronounced that right. Um, but it's basically, um, he is basically raised in a village where his father is basically a very, like, he's man in the house. It's like, sort of um, uh, time setting is probably, I want to, uh, uh, probably feudal kind of area, I'd say. Like if okay. I, I don't, I'm not exactly clued up in my Korean history either. So please, I apologize if I got that wrong. Um, but yeah, so feudal times where um, like the like father provides to the family, provides for the kids, and basically um, Noah's backstory is that his father was always like a, like a man, always like took on, like shouldered a lot of the work, like powered through. Like the, he was raised in a village of men that would always like stay by their families, do right by their families. So the old like traditions and old stereotypes, like hundred percent, basically. And basically, he grows into a man that basically does that as well. He wants to provide for his family, and he takes his father's lead as an example, and he basically tries to be that man. And he sort of grows up, and he falls in love, and then he has um, he has three kids, but unfortunately, his wife doesn't make it through the birth. And it's a lot of oh, a lot okay. of emotional stuff comes through. Yeah, uh, so he's left to raise three kids by himself. So she, she gives birth to triplets, and yeah, that's that's basically where I got up to with it. Bear in mind, this was I only read two chapters of this one, by the way. And this is my first time. This is my first ever manhwa that I read. This is the first ever manhwa that I read, and my first impressions is that as a the classic manga reader, that I only read manga, and it really. Oh no, reading it online is an interesting read. I don't know how you found manhwa to be Nathan. Like as a like like for someone that reads manga a lot, what is your transition to manhwa like? Um I only found it a little confusing at times. Mm. But that's because whilst it's you know, we're essentially manga, whatever it you label it as, we're talking mm-hmm. about comics. Yeah. It's just the comic that I choose to read the most is Japanese, so you read typically read from right to left. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it took me a bit because I was reading the two manhwa I read alongside a bunch of manga, so like I would get confused all the time, and I would read out of order because I'm reading from right to left instead of left to right, like I normally would if it was English. Okay, I just realized that that is actually a thing. And I've read two series, one of two chapters, another one I've probably got 16 chapters into. Um, and I've just been reading it like manga. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have, thing, I like, didn't even realise that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like, you don't often realise it, right? Mm. Until it gets to specific parts where there's maybe multiple characters mm. and there's lots of speech bubbles. And then all of a sudden you realise, hang on a second, that doesn't make grammatical sense. Yeah, like none of this makes sense. Like that's not how a normal human talks. And then you read it the other way, left mm-hmm. to right, and then you're, oh right, so much more makes sense now. Like I'm yeah. an idiot. <laughs> I I kind of get what you mean. Like I think uh, like it's the same way when I read comic books, for example. If I were to like pick up a comic and try and flick through it or something, I realize. Hold on a second. This isn't the way I'm. I'm so used yeah. to man- reading manga. I'm like, oh shit. It's not. It's not that way. It's, read it normal way. Read it. Read it like the way that you brought up with. Well, that's the thing, <laughs> isn't it? It's like because we've been reading manga for so long. Like your brain is just trained to do it the other way. Yeah. Because you see a set of panels and then you're just like, oh well, yeah. Brain knows what that is, and it's like, oh wait, no, it's not. Mm. Basically, my the transition to manga is a, like my 
thing that I know is most of it as a manga reader is that it's a very different style. Um, yeah. So like it's all um, it's a lot. It's a longer page is one of the things. And they put I think that what, what that gives you with the longer page is um, like you get to show off a bit more art. And like the panels actually a bit more dynamic in that sense. I don't that know. is one thing that I would definitely say is that the art in Manwa is way more elaborate. Mm. Generally, yeah. obviously, you know, there's a there's outliers and stuff with everything. You know, there's always exceptions to the rules. But a lot of Manwa, at least the ones I've seen covers and things of, or maybe like you know, just scrolling the internet, you see the odd like panel or something. Mm. Manwa is really, really elaborate with the art, and the art is normally fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. if you compare it to some of the current manga and stuff, they are leaps and bounds ahead. Like, it feels like manga's slacking in that sense. <laughs> I mean, it's two very different styles in how you look at it, really, because I think manga is very much compact in the way that it's displayed, whereas Manwa kind of like it has a lot more spacing in it with that. Although the panels are very detailed, and you get you still get a decent amount of story. Like both of them are great forms of media to re- get a story from, however, very different at the same time. Um, and I do very much appreciate how Man was displayed in the fact that like you can have like certain parts of that page dedicated to just speech, and then certain parts were dedicated to your drawings or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it's a crossover like that sort of thing. I I think the transition is fine. I didn't I didn't have a problem transitioning over to it. At the end of the I mean, day, it's to be honest, comics. You don't. It's not yeah, really. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's not that hard technically. <laughs> no, it's literally no, no. just that one small detail. If you're like us, you read a lot of manga, then you will have to get used to reading it the other way, from mm-hmm. left to right into the right to left. But besides that, it really there's not that much of a transition. I think the next hardest thing is that the stories are a little more drawn out as well because it mm, 100 the, the way the way i equate the stories of a manhwa is like it's almost like you're reading a short novel that's been like drawn into a comic yeah like somebody has spent the time to write a proper story and then like somebody else has put the time in to illustrate it mm-hmm. but the stories just feel a little more drawn out I don't want to say like longer or something, you know, like I don't want to misinterpret yeah. or put out the wrong message about mm-hmm. what it's like. Yeah. Well, this is the thing that I found with um, Peerless Dad is that like realistically what I read in the first chapter kind of made me want to continue on to the second one because it is basically a continuation of his story. And um, basically I found that the first two chapters are basically what would be in a manga, the first chapter. So, yeah, like, basically, it feels like the prologue to his story and how, like, basically it's a setup. Um, and, yeah, as you said, like, the pacing for that is... I'll get into more of the pacing sort of stuff with uh, my next series in, like, further down the line. The thing is with Peerless Dad is that it isn't really my kind of thing. It is very much, like, a martial artsy kind of manga as well. So it's a guy that <laughs> would explain yeah. why it was Not, on a recommendation list for me. Yeah, it's um, I wouldn't even say martial arts to be fair, because right now where I've seen, it feels like it's a lot of um, it's fighting. Don't get me wrong, and it's gonna be sort like swords, spears, all that kind of thing. Okay, but uh, to me, 
it what like oh no going in like obviously i set my expectations i'm thinking oh peerless dad that's gonna be a funny moment and that it was a serious one and for me it just didn't really go but that's my personal style at the end of the day yeah um peerless dad is uh it's it's an okay read i reckon you'd really like it nathan i think if like if anyone was gonna pick this up i think it'd be your kind of vibe <laughs> again it makes sense why my friend recommended it to me i'm pretty sure yeah. that list was compiled based off of a few prerequisites mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he asked me what my preferences are and i was like uh, you know like heavy on combat not too heavy on story like simple <laughs> reading because yeah. i'm monkey brain and i just want to see fights <laughs> yeah i reckon it's your kind of vibe <laughs> yeah um but what is the man uh, manual you've read nathan you said it was like basically two from is it the same series it basically, basically is so the manual i've read is firstly the first part is called the breaker and then it's continuation series the breaker new waves there is a third part to that, and it kind of changed the the series, but I never actually finished New Wave, so that's why I never got onto the third part. Mm-hmm. Um, but much like we just discussed, uh, The Breaker is all about martial arts and fighting. So <laughs> that's why I read it. It was actually recommended yeah. to me by someone I worked with a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really into reading manhwa and manga and stuff and we talked quite a lot and they recommended this series to me um, it's basically about a school kid called Shiwun Yi mm-hmm. and uh, he is your typical kind of school kid you know he's normal he gets bullied and uh, it just so happens that this new teacher arrives and uh sees him getting bullied but instead of helping him basically calls him a wuss for not fighting back (laughs) um and then he basically finds out that turns out this substitute english teacher is actually a martial artist uh and he basically (laughs) it's bad to say but he somehow gets recordings or something that he shouldn't have been able to find and he blackmails the guy into training him okay what kind of recordings i can't remember if i'm honest i read this like over a decade ago okay but i all i remember is he got some sort of recording right Mm -hmm. and blackmailed the guy uh chun wu into Mm -hmm. training him um but it turns out that this guy chun wu han is He'd learned some like forbidden martial art or something. And uh, he's actually f- like famous in the world of martial arts. In the series, they call that whole world like Mudim. Mm-hmm. So, in the world of Mudim, this guy, Chun Wu Han, uh, has a title, Gu Mun Virong. Forgive me mm-hmm. for butchering that. We don't speak Korean, we're just weebs. <laughs> and um, yeah, so like he's famous because he knows, he's basically like, kind of undefeated and also knows this like forbidden martial art interesting but if i remember correctly he also wasn't actually supposed to take on any disciples regardless of what it was murim was supposed to have kept an eye on him and he was like forbidden from spreading this art but he did it anyway (laughs) and um (laughs) basically 
that's just the first part, like the breaker. The breaker new waves. I can't remember why, but basically the uh Chun Wuhan betrays his student and mm-hmm. breaks what they call your key center. So it's like this fucking thing inside your body. And if your key center is broken, you can't practice martial arts. So he breaks it and uh basically Xion is just sort of left trying to recover because he wants to keep doing martial arts. He likes it. Yeah. And he's got to try and recover, but he also gets mixed up with some Murim stuff. Like he gets left this amulet and becomes the interim leader of a clan. Okay. And it, yeah. it's like, I, I, I don't, didn't get super far into it. I might've got like a quarter of the way through the series. Yeah. But yeah, that, so the break of new waves is just Shion trying to, use martial arts again whilst also dealing with this other crap that was just like left on his plate like yeah okay so does his so does the teacher basically become the antagonist of the second part from what i can gather yeah like he's he's off doing stuff like and probably committing a bunch of crimes against the martial (laughs) arts world okay yeah um that's interesting like i read the synopsis for the I don't remember what it's called, but like the third part got really weird because it was about whoever is left at the end of break the break of new waves, I guess. I don't know. Because it, it just said like the world's Murim's best martial artist meets a wizard from a fantasy world. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not reading fucking... It's Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, so... Harry yeah. Potter meets martial arts. I don't think so. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it isn't like as heavy on the wizard thing as like you. Maybe I have no idea. Maybe. But yeah. um, is is that so? Like, did you drop off halfway through New Waves then? I did, but that was because it was. Uh, I was just reading a lot of stuff at the time, and you yeah, know when you yeah. just get to that point where you're like, oh, I'm, something needs to. I'm just gonna drop something, and uh, the New Waves wasn't as good as the original the breaker to me like okay, new waves yeah. was kind of it just felt like it was too much storytelling and it dragged way too much okay because it wasn't even like made sense sometimes you know like how often would a chapter come out i can't even remember like i i think i was reading it week to week because i was reading it okay, when it as yeah. it was coming out yeah and that's, that's it, a tough one with Manuel as well because obviously what we just discussed about it being so drawn out in a certain chapter like so like it's what would be a normal chapter in manga <laughs> could be like between one and three chapters in a manhwa yeah and waiting week to week between that can be aggravating as anything yeah because i remember <laughs> I that, like that. in new waves it was like oh we're gonna do this thing and then the whole chapter is just talking about the thing and then the next chapter is like the thing and yeah. then the third chapter is either the fallout of the thing or like the thing part two and i was just like i'm i'm so done I mean, yeah <laughs> and there's like the new waves was just like character after character after character getting introduced because obviously now they're expanding the world but then you're mm. like i don't know who this is i don't remember who that is <laughs> how does that guy play into this and it was i gave up i just gave up fair fair play man it it happens though it happens like it happens to most of us like 
there'll be series we all start whether it's manga comics or whatever and eventually it will just get to a point where the story just doesn't interest you or there's a certain arc that doesn't like is not to your liking and you, you do drop off yeah it's happened to me like with loads of different series like manga anime all sorts and yeah it does happen no shame in that man no shame nah, in that. i mean <laughs> i'm not that bummed out because like i was in preparation for the episode i i did a bit more research and i looked into it and on um my anime list like the comments for new waves were not as complimentary as just the breaker like the the prequel series a lot of people did not like new waves so is it the sort of thing where like has so has the series ended now yeah new waves are completely finished. so there's no there's yeah. no like so for, for the third part is that finished as well i'm not too part. sure but i know that is the okay. final part like it doesn't continue on from there okay fair yeah okay fair enough um yeah so like uh with in terms of like art style as well with uh breaker like was that like oh man that was what, what gripped you more was it art style or story or was it like a mixture of the both it was a mixture of the two because like for the breaker the story was pretty good even though mm-hmm. it was like kind of simplistic yeah but the art was just really cool okay it was sort of stylized in a way i hadn't really seen in manga and it was also like you know like in some of the action it had those really cool like action effects you know like mm-hmm. they put in all this extra stuff and it just looked really cool so for me again really the thing i focus more on with manwa is just how amazing the art is I don't know, like, I guess that's what grabbed me mostly on any manhwa. Like, because, you know, when we used to do the not-so-helpful reading from not-so-legitimate sources, let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, you, you see covers of things, and it's like, you'll see this one that, like, really stands out from, like, the page. And then it's probably a manhwa, to be honest. <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the thing. I remember, like, yeah, using those websites back in the day. Um, like, there were, be, they, like, it always had that top 10, didn't it? Yeah. And, like, One Piece, Naruto, always up there. One Piece, Naruto, Bleach. Because at the time, when we used those websites, like, those would be the top three. That was the big three ongoing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you'd always realize that the fourth on the list, like, for me anyway, I noticed that it was um, a series called um, no- Noblesse. I believe. Oh, no, please. Yeah, yeah. No, please. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'll put out that. But um, that was a manhwa, weren't it? Was it? I believe it was. Oh, well, let me just double check that. <laughs> Before <laughs> oh, okay. I get into that. Well, I mean, like, more modern ones is, like, I always saw solo leveling on, on those kind of lists. And I never read it. But that also looked kind of cool. Well, it's funny you should mention uh, solo leveling. Nathan. Is that the one you read? The <laughs> that's the, that's one? the one I read. That's the um, <laughs> that's the series. Uh, so yes, uh, Noblis is a uh, manhwa, by the way. Oh, okay. That would explain why it looks so different and look cool. Yeah. So I got an anime, and um, uh, yeah, I, like, I, oh, God, I can't remember when the anime came out. Like it was a fair few years ago now. Um, but yeah, that was always one of the top ones I noticed, and yeah uh but anyway yeah <laughs> my next series that i read was um solo leveling and that one i actually really enjoyed actually uh i only started it but i only started shortly before this record uh and basically like a little uh rundown of the story is uh do you know anything about solo leveling maybe? i actually don't i just see the cover so, all the time and was like oh man 
that looks so that looks fun. rundown of it is uh, a world set uh, like it's in uh, of Korea and uh, like it's all modern day. Mod is all modern day okay. stuff. And uh, you have these things in this world called hunters. Okay. And typ- typical like uh, hierarchy system, they they go from rank E to rank S, I believe. Okay. Uh, this is just the intro so far. So currently, I've read sixteen chapters. So anything that's past that, I apologize if it's out of date. Um, but yeah, so the story focuses around a character called uh, Sung Jin Woo, and uh, he's introduced and like everyone knows him. He's like ah, oh, he's very very friendly of all the hunters. He's a level E hunter, but he's also known as the weakest hunter of everyone. Like out of all the hunters, he's known as the weakest. Okay. And um, so uh story starts like um was it a whole bunch of hunters gathered for a mission you're like, oh, like they're like talking to each other like, hey how you doing how's the kids how's family it's like yeah yeah they're all getting on and then um sung jin woo turns up and then they're obviously yeah as i said before friendly talking about whatever um but then they start talking like behind his back and say oh if it's if he's here it means it's gonna be a really easy mission and obviously he he does feel down about it but he's got his motivations to keep going as a hunter like, even though he's the weakest, and everyone says, why don't you just quit? He's like, he's got his motivations. He wants to do it for his mum, I believe. Okay. Uh, like, there's, uh, I think she might be dead. I believe she's dead. Typical monk, uh, typical protag stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, they go on to this mission, and uh, they go through it. Like, a lot of the, like, other hunters find it quite easy. Obviously, Sung Jin Woo is kind of, like, getting beaten down. Luckily, he's got, like, a friend who's a B-rank mage. But she doesn't do well on higher class missions, so they end up going on this uh, this mission, which is probably like around E D rank, and she's she's there helping Sung Jin Woo out, like she's like healing his wounds and stuff. Uh, like he always gets damaged from these sort of things. Like it's like sort of you know those low level like yeah. uh, like slimes. He'd be damaged by slimes basically, and he'd take a hit from them. Um, but anyway, this mission carries on. They find this boss cave, and they go in and like, okay, cool, let's finish this up. They go in, like think, like start doing their sort of thing, but it's actually, uh, what would probably be an S class boss. Okay. And no, obviously no one's prepared for it. <laughs> um, I won't go too much into these for anyone that does want to read it. So, uh, but long story short, a lot of the hunter, uh, like, well, the hunters that went on that mission get killed off. A lot of them do, and I think only six survive out of was I think they took like about thirty or something. So, like, this whole boss room basically wipes them out. The only one that ends up, like, uh, what was it? Five of them escape. Uh, but the one that doesn't escape the boss room is Sung Jin Woo. But he passes the trial that is set in that boss room. Okay. What? Uh, so, that's basically the, the setup for the story. And from that, he gets powers, uh, which uh, <laughs> basically that no one else can kind of see. So I think Sword Art Online kind of thing. I would, you know, like it's got like I a... was literally gonna say a lot of this sounds like early SAO. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Kirito was actually like a good character. He was like known as like, one of the strongest characters. Yeah, well, because he was a beta uh, tester. But it was yeah. just when you were like, oh, yeah. a bunch of people went into a room for a mission yeah. and it, they weren't prepared. It a is, bunch of people died. And I was raids. like... It is raids, so it is literally. It's, it feels like uh, Sao. Yeah, but it feels like it shouldn't be. If the whole setup of Sao is that it's in a game world, isn't it? Yeah, but this feels like it's established within a game world, but it's not in a game. It's world. It's the real world. 
it's the real world. But suddenly when Sung Jimu comes back from this mission, he has like a game select screen, basically, <laughs> that no one else can see. I thought, see, when you said powers and, you know, just based off of the title alone, yeah. I'm like, okay, so there's got to be some sort of video game element to it, right? Yes. And that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, makes sense. But um, it's it's a really good scene. Like, it's uh, one of those ones where uh, it feels very, if you like SAO, you'll like solo leveling. That is, a, like, let's establish that quite quickly now. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, basically, after he comes back, he sees he gets his thing and he gets a notification or like an email sort of thing. And you know, like you get daily quests in mobile games, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, do this or whatever. Like, so he gets this quest. He's in hospital recovering from this fucking mission. And um, he gets one saying, oh, you have to do 100 push ups, 100 sit ups, 100 uh, whatever is like exercise stuff. And like, oh, you have to and run a 10, 10 kilometer a day. run. Literally, Every it is a single day. Exactly that. It is literally that. It's the whole. It's the hun- It's the one punch man training regime. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and basically, he said, "Oh, you have this is your daily quest. If you don't do this, you'll be penalized." And like Song Jiru's looking at, he's like, "Oh, I'm in hospital. I don't need to do this. I'll put it off." And then the uh, the timer expires. Day goes by, and. He goes into the penalty mission where he has to survive against the giant poisonous centipede for four hours. So he, he's basically running away from this fucking centipede. Like, and, like that happens. And then he gets transported back to his hospital room. Nurse comes in. There's like there's fucking sand everywhere. And he's like, oh my God, what the fuck? So he survives it. But now, basically it pushes him from the weakest person out of the Hunter's Guild or whatever it is. Uh, so he ends up doing these missions daily. And he gets rewards from it. He gets like little like uh, stamina boosts and stuff like that. So it kind of like goes that way a little bit. But that's like the little rundown of how far I've gotten it anyway from solo leveling. Um, okay. And I've really enjoyed it. I've actually really enjoyed uh, this uh, manhwa. Well, I mean, you who know. wouldn't like um, One Punch Man SAO? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally that. And it's, um, I'm interested to see how far this goes as well because... Obviously, he's going to be doing these daily. I missions. think it is quite long. Um, I from what I saw, from where I read it, it was a hundred and eighty-one chapters. That's fairly long, though. Like, again, yeah, it is like yeah, like when you look at like some of the series that go on, right? So it's probably been going on for a few years now. Um, I believe it had an anime adaptation, but don't quote me on that. I don't remember hearing about that, but it could have happened. Yeah, because um... it's not unheard of. Like you said, Noblesse had one, uh, God of High School had one, and God of High School was also a, a manhwa, I believe. Yeah, did you watch God of High School as well, read it? I didn't. I was also recommended that before somebody, I can't remember who, someone told me uh, it's something I would definitely like. Much like solo leveling was recommended to me because it's something I would probably like. I think it was most likely me and um, Wildebeest, aka Sam. um yeah uh, i've watched god of high school and it is very much your uh you liked um history's strongest disciple didn't you yeah very much that vibe okay very much history's strongest disciple vibe uh not exactly the same story obviously but same sort of genre kind of thing uh and i reckon yeah you'd really like god of high school 
Uh, I read, uh, I didn't read it. I watched up to, I think it must have been episode 13 or something. I can't remember how many there were. I did really enjoy it though. Uh, I just dropped off it just because I think, like you with Breaker, I think I just end up watching other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I've got a high school's good. And, but yeah, uh, I'd recommend that completely as well. Uh, so technically, I've watched Manwa. Haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, I think that was like, the thing is, God of High School is always pitched as a, a Crunchyroll original. Yes. that's the, And that's what everyone was kind of going on about. Because I think it was one of the first Crunchyroll originals. Uh, it was that. And then I think it was Tower of God as well. I don't know what Tower of God is. I, I think that I is also a manoir of some sort. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because a lot of people told me to watch that as well. I've that That's the one... That's the other one that's always on, like, those, like, you know, on the old websites or whatever. Do you remember, mm. like, seeing down that list, like, Tower of God used to be on there yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Um, But, again, series that I have recommended me, been recommended to me loads, I just haven't got around to it. Um, ta- Yeah, Tower of God, uh, God of High School, apparently all have God in it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Solo Leveling, I would recommend it for anyone that's interested in SAO. Apparently there is an animation of it, but I don't think it's like that was like 2019 by my quick Google search that came out of trailer announcement or something. But uh, yeah, uh, that is basically my experience of Manwa, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, um, solo leveling's pacing compared to uh, Peerless Dad, I feel the way they work it with the chapters is, I'd say, it's better. Okay. Because I got like I was literally hooked from chapter to chapter, wanting to see how like what goes on with um, solo leveling. Like it, I think it got to we're peerless dad. I think I stopped after chapter two. Solo leveling. I wanted to like I wanted to keep going with that because the whole process of him gaining his power from his secret quest they did in that boss room. I like that took about ten chapters, nine chapters in itself. Okay. So that is that's basically the prologue of the story. And what technically would be like a first episode, like two episodes into an anime, basically. Um, I reckon like you could even squeeze like what was it a whole prologue sequence into one episode, uh, like one thirty-minute episode. So, uh, but yeah, pacing, I love, I love that. Uh, but I, I feel that's a manhwa thing in general, though. Like it is literally just like yeah, space out this as much as possible. Well, I guess because, and this is just. Pure conjecture. I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. The only I don't know how Manwa is usually published. I think a lot of it is through webtoons. Well, that's what that's yeah. what I was gonna say because like Breaker is the only one I know that was actually actually like in a magazine of some sort. Yeah. But I think mostly a lot of the Manwas that I'm familiar with, or at least the ones mm-hmm. I've seen a lot or heard a lot about are normally yeah. like that's someone's passion project you know like they just do this for the sake of doing it like for the fun of it like they just want to put out their story and their characters mm-hmm. so i think that's why sometimes the pacing is a little better because they're not really beholden to any editor or any magazine style or voice they just can yeah. do what they feel is appropriate for that chapter yeah yeah, this isn't to say that all of it is via Webtoon as well. Some of it is in actually in print. Yeah, again, we have no idea, but like a lot, I, I feel like a, a large majority that I know of is uh, self-published. 
please educate the culture boys. That sounded really sarcastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently um, neither of us are very good at these kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like anyone that is a Manwa pro, please like yeah, let us know it. Like I'd be interested to hear more about it. But yeah, uh, is there anything you have to say about Manwa, Nathan? Anything else? Um, nothing really. Again, it's hard to say anything substantial mm-hmm. when we've got so little experience yeah no, like, well that's the thing like I, as someone that's always read manga like when i come across something that i thought oh, okay i might read that i always seen the thing that the fact that it's a manhwa has always slightly put me off because i'm so used to reading manga i'm not nothing against that i was never like ooh manhwa i was just like i don't know if this is my kind of thing and like obviously like it clearly is like it's a story at the end of the day it's good desi- um good art and yeah, I, I vibe with it. <laughs> uh, but nice, nice one. Okay, if that uh, is that at the end of the episode, is that the end of the episode, Nathan? Is, is yeah, it feels like the end. So it feels like the end. With that, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget check us out on podcast platforms, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.